Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Adam Dorsey, a psychologist in Silicon Valley and the host of Super Psyched, a podcast dedicated to supercharging your life. Each episode contains fun, high-quality interviews with experts looking at psychology from all angles. Super Psyched is your tool to get more of what you want in your life and less of what you don't. Well, if you're like me, on May 31st, you were watching the last episode of Ted Lasso, a miraculous series as far as I'm concerned as a student of our well-being and someone who has really, really cared a lot about various advances in psychology. This is a show that got it right. And I am so grateful to Bill Lawrence for creating it, to Jason Sudeikis and the wonderful cast for carrying out these memorable characters and showing us what humanity can look like at its best. So I'm just going to give a love letter to this unbelievable show, as well as perhaps a rather audacious wish that will be toward the end of this brief solo episode. Well, let's talk about Ted Lasso. Here is a show that basically models for us the growth mindset. Here is a college football coach who comes to England to become a soccer coach, or as they call it over there, football coach, who knew nothing about the sport and found a way to grow into it through curiosity, through humility, through listening, and through studying. And so much of this series is really built on the idea of the growth mindset. Many of the characters, you see them question who they are and who they want to be and what will it take for us to get to where we actually want to be. And they're willing to pay the price to do it. Some of the characters, one in particular, was not willing to challenge who he was. He just became more of who he was. And for those of you who have seen the series, you know who I'm talking about. And those of you who haven't, you will see. But many of the characters really embody that growth mindset of being willing to challenge themselves, being willing to recognize and check their egos at the door, ask themselves, who am I and who do I actually want to be? So whether it's in terms of skills and acquiring those skills or just becoming a better person through apologizing, I had the author of a book called A Good Apology on my podcast. Her name is Molly Howes. She is a phenomenal psychologist in Massachusetts, also a lecturer at Harvard. In her book, she basically describes the steps that are required to make a good apology. And she cited Ted Lasso as being exemplary in delivering on that skill set. And I think it's a really incredible thing to see these relationship repairs in action on screen. And that's something that is consistent with Bill Lawrence's work. If you've ever seen his other incredible series such as Scrubs, which I've probably watched every episode at least three times, maybe more. And it's a show that was described by the American Medical Association as being the most accurate as it comes to the behind the scenes of the real lives of doctors. But one of the things that we see in this show is relationship repair. We see various forms of apologies, various forms of repairing relationships that have been in some ways injured. 
And in his most recent show, <laughs> which many of you may have seen, Shrinking, starring the great Jason Siegel, who I adore, as well as Harrison Ford and so many other incredible people, such as Jessica Williams, who you may remember from The Daily Show back in the day, amazingly carried out. Of course, as a psychologist, I did have some issues about the way boundaries were portrayed on the show. And it's meant to be a comedy. It's not meant to be a lesson plan on how to provide psychotherapy, but great show. And throughout Bill Lawrence's work, whether it's on Scrubs, Shrinking, or Ted Lasso, one of the things that he really keys in on is psychotherapy itself. And that it does take strength for us to show up to do our work on ourselves to become who we want to become. In years past, of course, therapy was so taboo and it was seen as something for the weak and nothing could be further from the truth. If you remember that scene in The Empire Strikes Back where Luke goes into Yoda's cave and has to confront various shadow parts of himself, namely Darth Vader, he basically was showing us what therapy looks like because we're basically needing to confront our shadow sides, our less desirable sides, the parts that we really wish didn't exist. People like Carl Jung, who talked extensively about the human shadow, described it as our disavowed selves, the parts of ourselves that we would rather imagine aren't there. And Ted Lasso really covers a lot of the disavowed selves, part of ourselves, the part of ourselves that we wish weren't there. And we can pretend that they're not there. That doesn't really change things. But if we look at them directly in the eye and say, hey, I'd like to actually work on this and have the courage to change it, boy, we can get a really big return on our investment of energy. And that's what we see throughout Ted Lasso. Some other things that we see are relationships in general, whether they're romantic relationships or friendships. This show puts those front and center, even above the sport of soccer and winning itself. The relationships matter here. And that's consistent with what actually matters in life. Many of us know that our relationships are the most important thing. And yet, if we actually did an inventory on our own lives, we'd see that we are not investing as much in our relationships as we might be in other areas of our lives, such as work and professional development. I'm just really grateful that this show shows this. We know that through research of talking to people on their deathbeds, one of the biggest regrets humans have, in addition to not taking risks, is leaving love on the table. So yeah, our relationships really matter. We don't want to leave love on the table. We want to express that love. We want to express that love to a sentient person who is awakened, ready to hear what we have to say, of course, rather than during a eulogy, which is so commonly the case and so, so tragic. One of the most common things I've heard in eulogies at funerals I've attended is, I wish I had told this person what I'm thinking while they were alive. And it can be scary to express that kind of vulnerability and gratitude or love in that way to another person. And one of the things I found myself thinking when I was watching that series finale was, what would Ted Lasso do? And it happened to coincide with a predicament I was facing. And I'm so glad I asked that question, what would Ted Lasso do? Because my initial instinct was less than optimal. And when I actually looked at it through the Ted Lasso lens, 
and tried to see how Ted Lasso would have dealt with it, I got a much better answer. And I remember even sharing that with my son, telling him what I had initially planned on doing and the conclusion I'd actually come to, courtesy of the Ted Lasso lens, it was agreed on by my very wise 18-year-old son that this was a far better path. So one of the great things about these types of shows is they can really provide us with of who we are hoping to become in our own lives. And in this case, the question, the merely asking what would Ted Lasso do actually yielded a really good result. And it's no surprise that Steve Kerr, a former guest on this podcast, got a little shout out on the show because he also embodies a Ted Lasso-like coach appearance. He is kind to his players. He talked on my podcast about the four basic values that guide him to helping the Warriors win multiple NBA finals, four at last count, and they've made it to the finals a great number of times more than that. But he talked about mindfulness. He talked about joy. He talked about compassion as well as competition. So competition was just one of the four motivating values that he puts into action as he coaches them. And that was consistent with, I think, Ted Lasso's approach. So here's my big ask. I am really hoping that Bill Lawrence, the creator of Ted Lasso, Scrubs, Shrinking, and others, will get a presidential honor of some kind. I believe that he has contributed to the betterment of people by showing us what people at their best can look like. So it's my hope that he gets, whether it's an endowment of the arts award or some other form of service, I hope that he is actually recognized for his contributions to the betterment of humanity. So many people have watched this show. I hear about it in my office every week without exception that it's really been helpful to see the characters of Ted Lasso wrestling with what they wrestle with, becoming who they want to become, and that people are feeling it. So a tip of the hat to Ted Lasso, its creator, Bill Lawrence, the entire cast, anybody who had a hand in creating this epic show. I am sad to see it go, but I'm so grateful that it happened at all. All right. That is my tip of the hat to Ted Lasso. If you haven't watched it, or if you're considering even re-watching it, I highly recommend you do either or both. Thanks so much. This is Dr. Adam Dorsey thanking you for listening to Super Psych. If you know anyone who might like it or who might benefit from listening, share it. And if you like the episode, please hit subscribe. 